Yeah. Oh man, normally we start these shows all excited, but Leah Marie, I think I'm coming down with something. I don't know what it is. What is it? I, I'm I'm thinking it's the Bieber fever. I oh, got my it. Gosh. oh my gosh! Oh my god! I got it. Summer <laughs> no, but for real, I got, I gotta, I gotta say something from a man, JB. All right, we're both JBs. Yes, we're right? both JB fans but, officially. <laughs> uh, now I am okay because that Peaches song. As soon as I hear it, I can't. It, it doesn't stop playing in my head. I got my peaches oh. out in Georgia. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. That song, I play it every week. I play mm-hmm. at least once a week. Right? I have to because it doesn't annoy me, doesn't even bother me because I'm like, you got Giving It, you got Daniel mm-hmm. Caesar, and you got mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now there's a remix with Luda, Usher. And Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop Dogg, double G. Oh, if I shizzle my nizzle. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that's why I'm like, okay, I... I've done did it. I got the Bieber fever. I got the Bieber fever. All right, I got well, it. not only that, like Justin Bieber, like that is really his goal right now in his music career. It's just to be so like what I guess what is the word that you? I would say a little versatile. I just he wants to just be influential to other people yeah, and in I different genres, and it's like he's killing it. Yeah, he's killing it. <laughs> you got you, my hats off to JB. Yeah. All right. All right. You have from, Joey Bravo saying yeah. he loves Justin Bieber. Yeah, from one JB to another JB. Yeah, to another JB. I got respect. All right, <laughs> respect. I'm putting respect on your name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I can say I love Justin Bieber. Not so much all the TikTokers versus YouTubers uh, over the weekend. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I think it all started with that Triller event. I mean, uh, where Justin Bieber performed, yes. you know, not too long ago with one of the Logan brothers. And you know what? But honestly, that's probably one of my favorite parts of, of that little of the, circus. Yeah, a- anything you know? on Triller, don't, I don't care about the fights because, yeah. let's face it. It was more so the music. Those fights over the weekend were cringy yeah. just as much. But it's like the performances is what I love yeah. to hear. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even care about the fighters. And like, we just had recently the TikTokers versus YouTubers and then just uh, the other day uh, uh, Lamar Odom uh, fought freaking uh, what's his name's brother from the Backstreet Boys oh my gosh uh, oh. Aaron Paul is no, it no, Aaron? no no not Aaron Paul Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter Aaron Carter oh my the fact that like oh I couldn't remember Aaron, yeah the fact that I couldn't oh remember Aaron Carter yeah. which Aaron Carter <laughs> is so weird by the way like I, that I, dude is spazzed out look I met him very nice guy I know he's got his issues and everything so you know only because I've met him and he really seems like a nice kid you know but he, you know, he has some things going on there, and it sucks. But here's the thing, man. Mm-hmm. It was a terrible. It was a. It was a silly ass fight, man. Yeah. I don't know why this thing is happening, but I, I know the fact that okay, I understand that everyone wants to be a boxer for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like this is like the new thing is if you are famous, like a TikToker, YouTuber yourself, you have to be a boxer. But there's a difference of you wanting to be a boxer and actually. Being a good boxer. I mean, but you also got to be a really good con man, like Mr. with like the Paul brothers. Logan Paul yes. made eighteen million dollars on the fight with him and Mayweather. Eighteen million. Yeah. Well, the Mayweather made a hundred to twelve million. So that, it's just it's crazy because, uh, and especially it was Mayweather bruh. because. So one of my coworkers, he had went to a conference um, up in New Orleans like a couple of months ago, New Orleans. and Mayweather New Orleans. was one of the speakers. And so my coworker used to be a boxer way back, and he, you know, he looked up to Mayweather, and I remember. Not he told so me, I, well, I remember when he told me, he's like, you know, I was excited because like this was it. Like he's going to talk about business. He's going to talk about why he's so great. He's like, man, that fool was drunk and just talking about how much money he made. And I was like, that is ridiculous. Especially Honestly, that's what I, ex- I would expect. Yeah, would have expected. Right. Meeting. But when, you know, in all reality, Not like Mayweather was a good fighter to begin with. And then like, I think but, like when it comes to fame and money, like that takes over your mentality yeah. that you kind of stop being so good. Yeah. And so like even after Logan Paul, like it's weird because like even Showtime was glitching out with this fight, so everyone was so like over it. But because not only like, that, ah, they didn't, really yeah, they this. didn't really yeah. settle a winner. But like, I, 
I'm just like, okay, this was kind of a wisdom my time. Why did I watch this? And Logan Paul was like, oh, Mayweather is like the coolest guy I know, blah, blah, blah. And that there's going to be another fight, I hope. And it's just like, eh. I, I, I'm, I was done with Mayweather yeah. a long time ago. I, yeah, I stopped. I, I think the last time I was done with I'm not saying he's was, a bad fighter. He's very good uh, technical boxer, but I, I, it's just boring. His fights have always yeah, been boring. It's just not the exciting thing. Boring. It, yeah, just like the TikTokers boring. and YouTubers. Like, yeah. eh, that is a waste of my time. But yeah. I'm not going to say anything else because I don't want to get canceled. Yeah, so I, I will stop right there. But <laughs> something interesting that happened a few weeks ago, which I'm so shocked, and my anime fan mode turned on. Oh, yeah. And we've discussed this before. I love anime. I don't love it to an extent where there's some people. Don't come at me and try mm. to like compare animes yeah. because I won't do that with you. But this game <laughs> is something special yeah. because there's a new new show called Cowboy Bebop. Oh, my yes! God. So they're doing a live action Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and if no one knows what that is, that is it's a dope. 90s anime classic. It is and, dope. Cowboy Bebop. Gosh, that's, I, why I know, that's why I do all these crazy voices. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh. I love it. But I, I didn't realize that Netflix was doing a live action. And then I saw Cowboy the cast. Bebop. Yeah, I saw the yeah. cast who's playing it, and I texted my fiance, and I was like, "Did you know this was happening?" Because mm-hmm. I'm so excited right now, yeah. and I'm gonna have to count down to fall. Because so with Cowboy Bebop, well, it was about cool. a bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah, like about a bounty hunter, and like, oh my gosh, I just love it. But I love who's getting casted. Yes, you gotta tell me, tell, yes. tell the people, T- tell, tell the people. The people. So Spike, the them. bounty hunter, Spike Spiegel is played by John Cho. And in case nobody knows who it is, that's Harold and Coop. Are like, Foyer. come on, man, Foyer. that's unfriended. Yeah. Like th- this I can't dude, wait. I love like, that dude, and it's crazy because I like. It just fits perfect to the character. Yeah, it does. Like, the face, the the mentality, the charisma, like, everything like that. He's going to be the perfect bounty hunter. And who's playing it? Valentina. Yeah, Valentina. It's played by Dan- Daniela Pinita, which is from Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah. And then, this is the one I'm excited yeah, about. Yeah, Jet Black. This is one of my favorite characters on this show. But Possible Jet Black boy. is played by Mustafa Shakir from Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage. That's my yes. boy. That's my boy. Like, and so it's so exciting. Like, I just, I love the, you know, just the, the, the amount of you know talent inside this but it's cool that Netflix is even taking more on doing more anime yeah well they're doing uh, 10 episodes yeah they're doing right? 10 episodes so that they're not doing you know as you know as you would expect on an animation where there's like 26 plus sh- like episodes but I mean like Netflix has been doing pretty decent with good. you know pulling an anime but I'm very excited that they're doing a classic like this because yeah. the music on there is just so good yeah. it's gonna be dope yeah and they're bringing it back the original like composer that yeah. I'm like okay like you it's got gonna have me the same feel. yeah you got me this That's is sure. it here's my money like take it <laughs> speaking of original composers yes what would you do if i sang out a key would you walk out on me a little cat for my friends <laughs> you can start off with this one <laughs> I, I, this was I'm, I'm so excited about because growing up as a youngster uh, Wonder Years was my jam. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Fred Savage. You know th- that that show was just amazing. I love the era that it was in. And when I heard there was gonna be a reboot, uh, I was I was kind of like a little hesitant. Like, come on, man. Yeah. How, how well, spe- especially like with Wonder Years being yeah. such a classic family oriented yeah, show. Yeah, Like, oh my gosh. Like, Still yeah. to this day, I watch it. Wendy Cooper was my first crush. Yeah. Like, come mm-hmm. on, man. Like, mm-hmm. when you got Wendy and Kevin, mm-hmm. like, come on. That's yeah. a, that's a good couple right there. Yeah. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. I saw the preview. Yes. I, I also seen who's uh, who's voicing it. Yes, I saw the people who are playing the parts, and I gotta say, you I, had I'm to excited love it. about yeah, this. Yeah, you had to love it's it. It's still based in the '60s, mm-hmm. and this it's it's official. It's coming this fall on ABC. It's gonna be right after. 
the Goldbergs, yeah. which I love. The which Goldbergs. is so good because, like, of course, I'm going to watch Wonder Years and Goldberg. That's yeah, a classic back to back family little <laughs> a the, little marathon. Yeah, and the narrator is none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Don Cheadle. Which What's I up? was very glad because when I found I love out that Black Friday. Yeah, oh, I love. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Black Friday, you have to see. It's on <laughs> Showtime. Like, so man, that yeah. show is killer. But when I found out they were doing a live, you know, a remake of this, like, I was pretty skeptic myself because they've done that a lot in the past with some shows that it just it wasn't as successful or what it needed to be and something like the wonder years and as far as like what you learn as a kid especially it's an iconic show yeah it's an iconic show so when you have this new cast still taken into the 60s it made me feel more confident knowing that like okay i'm gonna believe in the show and so the premises of it obviously it's a coming of age story set in the late 1960s but it's looked into a black middle class family in montgomery alabama through the point of view of imaginative 12 year old dean with the wisdom of his adult years dean's hopeful and humorous recollections show how his family found their wonder years in a turbulent time i like that and i love it so much because the dad that is casted is actually dual hill and he's from psych and i loved him so much on psych and i think he's really good at being a serious role so him portraying as a dad like that's yeah. gonna be such a good father figure that i'm like i'm excited i can't wait it's gonna be good can't wait to see this make sure you guys look up that preview all right, I know we did this already last week, but I'm going to pull a double whammy on you, all right? Because Seth Rogen is killing it lately, and he just dropped a book called The Yearbook. Yes. Which he talks about a lot of funny stuff. One in particular is probably one of my favorite stories of this thing is that they, him and his best friend, Jason Siegel, yes. you know, from Freaks and Geeks and uh, a whole bunch of other ones, How I Met Your Mother, they auditioned for the 8 Mile movie to be Cheddar Bob. <laughs> and let me tell you, when I found out this is WTF, because WTF, yeah, like, why are these two men trying to play? Because let, let me tell you, I've seen both of them play serious roles, and they've done well. Mm-hmm. But to play a Detroit rapper, yeah, it, it just wouldn't slide. Well, what's funny is normally when they come in there, you know, to uh, to audition, uh, there's somebody else reading the lines, and you're supposed to play off of yeah. them, right? But I guess. The producers or something didn't feel comfortable. Yeah, they said it was too hood, and I'm like, but you were part of this. What do you mean it's too hood? Did you write this? Didn't you write this? That's why I didn't get. I'm like, okay, so why am I gonna write something like a horror film and be like, I can't read it because I'm scared? Like, no, that, that doesn't make sense. So Jason um, figured out. Well, you know what? Uh, both him and Seth were actually auditioning both for Cheddar Bob. So they're like, let's just spend the night. Yeah, let's have a sleepover. Let's sleepover. And practice our lines. Practice playing Cheddar. <laughs> so they go out there, but it didn't go out as planned. You know what I mean? It went horrible. It went horrible, <laughs> is what he said, because they were trying to be serious, but the whole time, it's like you and your boy, or you and your BFF, your yeah. bestie, you know, going off, and the first thing uh, uh, Siegel says, yo, yo, motherfucker, it's Cheddar, bitch. <laughs> it's almost so <laughs> Like, trying to look into each other's eyes and to say that, like, <laughs> yeah. could you be serious? They said they kept laughing the whole time, and to the point where they were just like, you know what, we're going to go ahead and excuse yeah. ourselves. You know, we won't take this part. You don't even have to tell us. We, we just won't take it. Like... <laughs> But it's, and I'm sure to like the people there were like, why were you here? This is a waste of our time. <laughs> but to have two famous like and funny people because even after this audition, they both knew like we can't be playing roles yeah, like this. Yeah, like this, this Detroit rappers, yeah. it just it's it's not right. You know, can you imagine Seth Rogen or even Jason Siegel playing Cheddar in Eight Mile? I don't think it would have been a hit. It, it, it wouldn't have made any sense. It wouldn't have made any sense. No. But then we got into this whole conversation about other actors who could have cast in a bigger role. Yeah. And I was so surprised with some of these. I didn't know about this one. You told me. Mm. I mean, Nicolas Cage is a weird dude, but he is weird. a very versatile actor. Yes. So I could see him wanting to audition for the role of John Bender in The Be- Breakfast Club. Yeah. I mean, but I guess what happened was what? They, they could- couldn't afford a salary. Uh, which yeah. at the time, and especially Nicolas Cage in the 90s, like he was on a roll in yeah, movies. Yeah, he's killing it. So I mean, like... It t- 
affordability wise wasn't the best but at the same time like I'm really glad he wasn't casted as John Bender because yeah. John Bender the way I see it now obviously because who was casted now like he just killed it like oh, yeah. Nicolas Cage I mean he was a like I said he was a weird dude yeah. but yeah. I guess he could have made it but it wouldn't have been as iconic yeah he was huge in the 90s I yeah. mean in the 80s he was still he was coming up you coming know what up. I mean but I mean you know it's whatever right? I'm glad he wasn't on it I, you know he was also going to play Superman he was actually yeah. he was actually in a movie there was a Superman movie he Superman. was actually in when they did, decided to stop production. Yeah, it's just crazy and because Nicolas Cage, weird. like like I said, he's a weird dude, but <laughs> not not for you, not for Breakfast Club, uh, but Britney Spears actually auditioned for Allie in the Notebook. Mm. And it was even to the point where they did even a screen test with Ryan Gosling. And Ryan Gosling like admitted was like, Britney was so good. Like she was so, so, so good. Do you think so, he was being so, serious so or he was just trying to pick no, up on it, her? No, because Ryan Gosling, I've seen him in interviews and he he's a, like an honest man. He's so, honest. Right, But right. he said Britney Spears did so well, but she had to go on tour at the time they were filming. So she just couldn't take the part. Like she wanted to do it, but she's like, oh crap, I have, I'm have i also a musician, so I have to be gone. So then, you know, she, she didn't get casted for Allie, but, it, you know, but it, it's just. So so the lady that got ca- casted as. Uh, as uh, Rachel Adams. Yeah, yeah Rachel, Rachel Adams, Adams. She was. Second choice? Then? She was second choice. Really? And wow. I was like, that's interesting. I, I would love to see Britney, because I don't think I've ever really seen Britney Spears actually take on mm-hmm. uh, a solid role. I don't even know if I've really seen her in any Wasn't she films. Make, like a movie called Sparkle or something like that? Something corny? I don't even know, but I think or like... was that Mariah Carey? No, that's Mariah remember. Carey for Sparkle. But I'm, there was another one that she did a movie. She did something, but to, for me to picture Britney Spears as Alan the Notebook, let me tell you, I'm not a fan of the Notebook. You know, I what? read I read the book, the book was good, but the movie was like, eh, it was okay. For it to what? be like such a wrong Com, no, like kind of crazy. thing like eh it's a pass for me but Britney Spears I I don't think it would have like it goes back to it wouldn't have been a solid yeah, like it, it wouldn't have been, been it wouldn't solid, have been no. a popular thing no or what about this one this one really tripped me out yes you know who was supposed to be uh, the original Neo on the Matrix hmm. Will Smith he passed on it he passed he on passed it? He passed on that, which I'm glad because Yeah, honestly, which I'm glad, yeah. I like Will Smith, yeah. but as Neo in the Matrix, yeah, my boy Keanu Reeves, no one can touch him when it comes to that character, Neo. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, it makes sense. It's solid. But like same as Ashton Kutcher, he was in the running for 10 Things I Hate About You as Patrick Verona, but he obviously ultimately lost to the legendary Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger. And come on, Heath Ledger is an iconic actor. You cannot try to compete against my man like that. Like That's what I'm saying, because just like Keanu Reeves... You can't you can't touch that 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 character uh, Neo oh, on the Matrix no. like the same thing right here with Heath Ledger's character on Ten Things I Hate About You it yeah. just can't be touched like and especially with Heath Ledger like my favorite part is when he's singing and he's going up on the, on the steps, steps. Yeah, and everything cool. and I just like his character and just I but I, even a lot of people said too like Heath Ledger just had that emotion in him to yeah. really play a role and he did so well by playing Patrick Rona and that's a, that's one of my ultimate favorite romantic movies of all time is movie. 10 Things because of Heath Ledger yeah am I the <laughs> only one who says his name like a Heath Ledger yeah Heath Ledger that's all I want to say it all the time every Heath time I say Ledger. Heath Ledger but I guess yeah I keep putting a little accent to yeah. it but <laughs> isn't it crazy to think of all, all these actors that could have played such drastic roles mm-hmm. but it, I, like I said it goes back to would have been a successful no I, I don't think, think so. a lot of these that you know especially like Britney Spears Nicolas Cage Ashton Kutcher I didn't think they would be successful no. And I'm very glad that Seth Rogen and Jason Segel did not play each other. Either, yeah, didn't even get like a side roll eight mile because that would have been a that random been moment. Terrible. And let's face it, Seth Rogen and Jason Segel, would you be like, would you be happy to see a movie of you in this? Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> hey, but speaking of Eminem, mm-hmm. um, he just dropped a new remix to uh, Killer, and I gotta say, like. 
Eminem, as old as he is, this dude does not stop. He I does mean, not stop. Dude's bars are but like... He, yeah, but he was able to put two new artists that I'm insanely in love with right now. I know. Jack Harlow and Corday. Yeah, my boy Corday. Like, and we've been talking about Corday a lot. Yeah. Because, I, and this is the way I, the reason I say this is because he's the perfect mix of old school meets uh, new school. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, if you haven't listened to Corday yet, do yourself a favor. Look up Corday right now. First of all, the disrespect that you haven't yeah. even listened to Corday. <laughs> but I'm going to let it slide because we're telling you to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, look him up, man. Trust me, you'll love it. But this song, uh, Killer, it is so dope. I mean, the, the hook, the beat. I mean, Jack Harlow comes in. Just yeah, and I will tell you, like when, when I when it dropped, I played it ten times that day. Yeah, like I bing, I, bong, I put it on a loop, bing, bong, so I was like, okay, bing, bong, and I was like, wait, what yeah. next time? Oh, wait, it's killer. Let me just play yeah. that. Like, Eminem did really Fire. good, but like you said, like for Eminem being as old as he is, I I especially love the fact that he's encountering newer artists to be yeah. a part of remixes. Yeah, that's what I love. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm, I want to give these cats a sh- some shine. And yet, the fact that he's letting Jack Harlow and Corday be on a song with him, dude. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna be on a song with Eminem, you you go in somewhere in life. That's and... what I'm saying. Even Jack Harlow in the song while mm-hmm. he's 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 spinning his bars, he says like he's he's doing a song with his hero, yeah. like his childhood hero. Well, Jack Harlow was tripping as soon uh, as soon as he found out he was gonna do this, he was straight tripping he was on posting on twitter facebook everything like he was just in shock mm-hmm. but like like for those being so young as individuals and especially in the hip-hop game right now like it's definitely somebody to look back at and like an yeah. accomplishment like imagine total accomplishment. doing a song with your hero yeah like if i did a song with eminem i would be like oh my god <laughs> I'm, not <laughs> I'm not crying i'm not crying i'm not i would have been yeah but no it's, uh, do yourself a favor look up uh, that remix it's called Killer, Eminem, Jack Harlow, and my boy Corday. And I'm telling you, all day you're going to be playing that yeah, song. Yeah, that's like, I guess, like the new Music Fire. Monday for you for Fire. today. Yeah, it's to listen to Killer. Fire. And yes. also keep keep ears because Doja Cat is releasing an album yeah. on the 25th. And there was a song that she had dropped on live for like a short, brief second. Did you see Doja Cat's new video? She's yes, like a uh, green she, alien. Yeah, she's a green alien. But the album has surfaced like this mm. alien kind of, yeah. you know, intergalactic thing. I didn't think thing. green aliens could be sexy. Yeah. But and apparently Doja, so. Doja Cat made so. it happen. <laughs> But there's a song that surfaced on one of her Instagram um, lives one time, and it's called Ain't Crap. But you know you know the gist uh, of it. Yeah, I got you. And let me tell you, for 30 seconds, that's all I got to listen to, and I fell in love with it. And that was a year ago. So the fact that that's going to actually be on this album, I'm I'm counting down the days. Counting down the days. Just so I can listen to our song. I like the artwork for it. Yeah, the I artwork is dope. You yeah. got Jed on there. You got a, a, you got a lot of really talented artists on there. Yeah. So it, it's super exciting. I'm definitely here. digging Doja Cat lately. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Jack Harlow, he is hosting now this uh, the second season of the Crew League basketball games. And That's what's up. Marie, <laughs> if you haven't seen these, you got to watch them because this, uh, this season we got uh, Jason Derulo versus Chris Brown. You what? Got, you got G-Eazy. Jason, you could go against Chris Brazy. Come on, bro. Oh, I already saw it. All right? I already saw it. I already saw it. And dang. Let me tell you, Chris Bree, what what can what can Chris Bree? Yeah, what not can he do? not do? Like that man is talented. Since yeah. the, the fourteen years old, I watched his documentary of like how he became where he, like as far as like music and everything. Talented, mm-hmm. he was talented even the day he was born. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. They already released uh, two episodes. The first one was G Easy versus uh, Tyga, uh-huh. which was a good game. Yeah, really good game. And then I thought, like, dang, I don't know how they're gonna top this game. Yeah. Then I watched the second game, uh, Chris Breezy versus Jason Derulo. Dang. 
Dirty. Yeah. Because don't get dirty. me wrong, like, yeah, Jason Derulo is pretty talented Jason too. Derulo. And like he's super athletic now, but like don't challenge Chris Brown, okay? Nah. I'm sorry, but don't charge like yeah. Well, I don't even want to give any spoilers because you probably haven't seen it yet, but let me just tell you, they are solid games, and you won't know who's gonna win until it gets to the, to to get the to end that of point. it. Yeah, well, I'm about to watch You're that. gonna That's be like, Dad, these games are so good. <laughs> but uh check it out. The crew league, uh, the second season is already out, but you can watch the first season if you haven't. There's a lot of uh rappers that that are team captains and they play against each other. And where, Jack, you, where can you watch it? Like YouTube? On YouTube, place? yeah. YouTube? They're, okay. They're, cool. they're put together by uh, Diddy. Diddy's the one who's oh, uh, behind this whole uh, production. But uh, Jack Harlow played in the uh, the first season mm-hmm. and he's he not that good. <laughs> <laughs> he not the, he, it, it's better when you're a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> stick to rapping, Jack stick Harlow. Stick to rapping. No. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. <laughs> All right, it's time for some shout outs. For one, we got to start it off by doing one shout out once again. Once again. One more time, one more time, one more time. One more time for the people in back. For the people, <laughs> for the people in Jeremy. <laughs> to our to our peeps out there, Sarai and Jeremy, Social Takeout. Thanks for having us on your show yes, last week. we were on last week and we talked about conspiracy theories and that was probably one of the most funnest ones I did. Oh, yeah. Like It was their 40th episode, their season finale. Mm-hmm. So just look up Social Takeout. Basically, anywhere you listen to us, you, you can, can listen, listen to, to them, them as well and you can check out that uh, finale it, it was it was a lot of fun yeah it was so fun but also too like if in case you guys have you know was able to hear them especially the last few times that we threw shout outs to they're doing uh, summer letters yeah and it's such an interesting concept so pretty much you write letters to Jeremy and Sarai while they're on a little bit of vacation just tell them tell them what you're doing like, it's such a fun thing but those two were the coolest people ever but like there's one question like, I have for them is how the fact that you know one from California one from Canada moved to Germany yeah you guys gotta tell us this because yeah, we didn't tell get a chance us. to ask you <laughs> another one one I got to do uh, a shout out big shout out goes out to Luke Mickelson Luke mm-hmm. Mickelson very amazing dude created a organization here in the Magic Valley mm-hmm. where we're from in Kimberly actually our, the, the town next next to us and it's called Sleep in Heavenly Peace he created this uh, this organization to help kids who don't have beds yeah because his motto is no kid sleeps uh, on the floor in our town mm-hmm. so he started creating uh, this uh, you know building beds and giving them to kids in need so that way kids wouldn't sleep on the floor and 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 so I, I heard about this organization. I was like, yeah. I, I want to be a part. I want I want to help them and stuff. And um, I mean, this is this is before all of this was happening. And next thing you know, he became one of the CNN heroes. I mean, he was all over it's the TV. Yeah. And so now, um, from the chapter that began here in Kimberly. There's 46 states that have chapters of mm-hmm. Sleep in Heavenly Peace now. There's uh, six, eight different countries who have Sleep in Heavenly Peace as yeah. well, too. All from one man who started it here in Kimberly. Man, it's so. just a crazy thing. And then they did the event called Bunks Across America yes. where they made a goal to yeah. try to build as much beds as they could. Yeah. And we, we were able to be a yeah. part of that. So us plus 46 other states will all simultane- simultaneously yeah. were building bunks for kids in needs. So it's a beautiful thing. Look up Sleep in Heavenly Peace. If you know somebody who needs a bed, if the kiddo was sleeping on the floor or something like that hit up uh, um, you know hit up Sleeping Heavenly Peace yeah, even if you want to help out yeah, like yeah. It, what's not to love than helping other kids yeah. like that's the craziest like it's a good thing yeah so thank you to everybody who's a part of that organization I got nothing but respect for you and thank you and I feel honored to been even a little piece of involvement in, mm-hmm. in, 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 in your event thank you yes that's what's up and I hope you have yourself a wonderful uh, week we love y'all and we thank you guys and we can't thank you enough for supporting us um, you guys you guys are the real MVPs yeah this is our 18th episode yeah. like we're two episodes yes, away like yeah like let me tell you when tw- the 20th episode hits like watch out cause we got some <laughs> stuff coming cooking you know what I mean that's right hey thank you so much peace out have a great week 
I ain't wanna gossip, so you ain't heard that from me.